1: It's Mackie, and since the Judd's Hockey Show crew doesn't let me actually come on their show and spew my hockey takes, I'm here to tell you about one of my favorite companies, Federated Mutual Insurance Company, which is all about helping your business reach new levels of success through risk management. Find out more about how Federated can help protect your business at federatedinsurance.com. Federated, where it's our business to protect yours. Hockey! Yeah! yeah.
0: My favorite, it's Judd's Hockey Show. All right, Jed's hockey show. 4 3 loss to the Senators uh, by the Wild tonight in a game where they rallied three times, couldn't rally a fourth time. It's Olgad and Declan Goff. Um, after the Wild beat the Edmonton Oilers convincingly on Sunday, they play what is really. Uh, I think the Senators are a team that's coming They're pesky. around. They're pesky and I like them. I, I actually think that they are uh, on the right track, but they certainly are not in the wilds class and the wild goes on the road and loses this game first period extremely disappointing but let's start let's start out Declan goff with the elephant in the room okay talk about goaltending um again cam talbot is not i don't think why this team lost this game um the last goal didn't look like a great goal but in cam talbot's defense uh shabbat's second goal of the game Hit, now. Yeah, hit, and it basically wrote up uh, Kalen Addison's stick, and as Talbot was going down to make uh, the save that he thought was com- the puck was coming a- at him, it wrote up Addison's stick and, I believe, beat him high on the blocker side. That being said, as I wrote in the piece that um, I did a couple days ago um, in saying that the Wild might want to explore goaltending options for the trade deadline, Cam isn't maybe actively... Losing you games—that's unfair to say. Oh, but it? but he's not. But he's not winning you games right now. So, what was your review of uh, mm-hmm. Cam Talbot's performance in the Wild's four-three loss to Ottawa?
1: You know, certainly could have been better. Uh, the first period, I think, kind of really sunk them because they came out in the second and looked damn damn good. Uh, uh, Kevin Fiala was on fire in the, in that fifteen minutes there in the second period. But then for That's... them also. Yep. To let in a softy kind of towards the end of the second period just kind of takes the wind out of the sails. It's like you it took a spoonful of salt after you had a really strong second period. Um, Talbot is just, I don't know. I, I, I don't look at this performance as an overreaction necessarily from how I've seen from Talbot. I think it's its just who Talbot's been this season. Um, he's fine. Like I, th- This loss isn't completely on him, but if you're the Wild and you have cup aspirations, you should beat the Senators, dude. Like, you shouldn't be going into Ottawa and struggling your way and having to claw back your way to get two points against this Ottawa team. Yeah, they're pesky, and they're not as bad as maybe we think they are, but you got to beat these teams. And for Cam Talbot, I think to kind of have a shakier performance tonight, yeah, not exactly a vote of confidence, I think is probably the best way to sum it up. He
0: looks like, um, to your point there, like a goaltender who is not playing with confidence. He does not look, there, there is a like certain lack of swagger there. There, there is a certain I don't know. Um, there's just there's something that looks to to be and and has been for a while now when it comes to Cam Talbot that looks to be off. And it's not that he's submarining games, and it's not that he's brutal, but um, he's playing with almost a lack of confidence. And the goal that you're referring to that actually put the Senators up three two at the time came at 16:22 of the second period, the Stutzla goal. Which was a which was a shot that um, went off Hartman's skate or boot of his skate, I think it was, and went to Stutzla, who put the puck by Talbot. And again, you know, the problem decks with with goaltending, and and we can trace this conversation really uh, easily back to Devin Dubnik. The problem with the entire conversation is this, and, and it's almost um, Cousins' esque Well, it's not really his fault, but. Right. Like, it's not really his fault. Like, that's a tough play. Right. Like, that's a tough save. And so it's not unless the goaltender just stinks. It's not like this cut and dry conversation of he's no good. He's good. It's uh, shades of gray here. And I think it's what you decide that you have to have, especially come playoff time. Um. What's an acceptable good goal? And what, and at what point do you draw a line and say, okay, that's a tough save, or that's a tough play, or that's a tough break? But said goaltender, if this team is going to be as successful as possible and get through a playoff series, for instance, has to make the save, right? So it's a really difficult discussion because I think it's far more nuanced than just cam talbot is not playing well and there's a problem or conversely cam talbot's playing great and it's this sort of in the middle about what the expectation should be and look the wild came out tonight they were awful the first period was awful they looked absolutely terrible and and um zuccarello did not play he's hurt it sounds like it's not a long-term thing which is Good news. They shuffled the, the lines. I get that. But okay, yeah, guys get get hurt. Um that's going to happen in the regular season. It's going to happen in the playoffs. But it's not an excuse. It's not like, well, I mean, Matt Zagorello didn't play against the centers, and so you are screwed, right? Um, but on Talbot, I just I think it's a very nuanced, interesting discussion because in approximately a month. March 21st, is the trade deadline, and that's that's one spot where if you're sort of comfortable but not entirely comfortable, you could be out of the playoffs really quickly.
1: Yeah, that that's the conundrum uh, Billy Garen gets to face here, and does this team need a center? Potentially. Does this team need maybe one more defenseman just to make you feel good about the overall group? Sure. But of all those positions, does – one of those two make the bigger difference that finding an answer at goaltending does does, does finding the actual goaltender that you can be confident in and relying on. Right. Can that carry you to the postseason? And typically that answer is yes. Um, I I would love if Claude Giroux got here. I would love if they could find one more big body to kind of help if there's an injury or just to give them more size in general on the blue line to make things easier. That'd be great. But if Marc-André Fleury is there to be had, I think you got I think you got to pick up the phone and see if it's worth it. Um, it's the one position that is it's random. It's hard to quantify year-to-year on success. There's only a few that are really elitely good and then the rest it's kind of a crapshoot. But I think at this point, the more games you're going to see as we get closer to what the March 18th deadline here, which is less than a month away for the NHL, the one thing that makes you feel good is goaltending. I'll, I'll say this for Dubnik. When, even though they traded for him and he saved their season, he started the 38 games, he played too much, blah, blah, blah. Once you got him, there was a belief that, oh, wow, I feel better about that position. In the moment, you felt better about that position. That
0: season, yes. That season, specifically.
1: Oh, yeah. So let's just you did. take that same example and apply it to this season. Yep. And mark from Marc-Andre Fleury's side, and actually I believe Devin Dubnik too was a UFA going into that season that they acquired him because he signed a six year contract that summer. And it was kind of this ridiculous negotiating tactic that he started 39 games after playing for four teams in the last 12 months, but he still gets like a a decent six year contract in the off season. Mm -hmm. I'm not asking the wild if they acquired Marc-Andre Fleury to then give him a multi-year contract. Who's 37, 38 years old and probably has a few years left in his NHL career. But I think at this point you have to figure out, is there another goalie that gives us a confidence boost? And to be honest, if there's one to be had, it's Marc-Andre Fleury. And it might also not cost you significant assets. You're not going to get him for pennies, but it might not cost you a first-round pick. It won't cost you a top prospect. You might be able to get this guy, and you could plug him in and make you feel a lot better about that position.
0: Yeah, and on Talbot, again, it looks to me like he's not playing. And this has been true for a while now. He's not playing with confidence like it's not he's not a disaster, but there's there's a there's a certain goaltender swagger that that a guy has or does not have. And Talbot does not have that. And I think when you are going into this portion of the season and then more importantly, when you get to the springtime in the playoffs, if you don't have that, it permeates the roster like like you need your team to have a confidence there. Like there needs to be a, a game one confidence. And because I always felt that, that that especially uh, come playoff time came back to bite the wild in the butt on Dubnik because he didn't have that. And then you'd get the inevitable fluky Dubnik goal, right? And it would be throughout the building and throughout the bench. Here we go again, Devin. Thank you very much. Um, Flurry. What he brings is playoff experience and a swagger he's gonna have that and and i just think there are certain positions in sports where it's incredibly important that that person has the ability to to at least give the appearance of i've got this right i've got this flurry at his best has that um so yeah i just the more I watch the more I watch Talbot and combine that with, with the fact that that you've been on the season long statistical trend of this ain't great, the more I grow concerned. Um the center position though, Dex is a very intriguing one, and here's why. And I I'd be curious what, what the advanced stats say about this player. Ryan Hartman seems like he's really come back to earth. Um he was magical for A portion of uh this this season he played great it feels like he has sort of regressed now and i don't know if the advanced stats agree with that observation that is purely eye test um but i can't say that i'm not unconcerned because again if you're going to address goalie i don't know that you can i don't know at the deadline with your assets and what you want to do trade-wise how much you can address at one time. But it feels like Hartman has definitely um, returned to being himself, which is not a bad player, but it's certainly not the player that I felt like I saw earlier this season. Well,
1: let's just look at just normal, regular statistics here for Ryan Hartman. The last 16 games, so dating back to uh, January 6th, the the game after the Winter Classic, when the Wild basically went on a run there throughout the majority of that timeline where they're playing damn good hockey. 16 yeah. games for Ryan Hartman, four goals, four assists, so and playing also 19 minutes a night. Yeah, so nothing really to ride home about. And you could probably make a case if you're playing almost 20 minutes a night, you should probably have more offensive input than that. Yeah. Uh so just traditional statistics aside, yes, he's he's definitely regressed hard to the mean, which was inevitable. The dude was not like I didn't know how he was doing it. Mm-hmm. Same thing with Marcus Foligno and and. Hey, Marcus Foligno's also cooled off here. These statistics that say, wow, he, they continue to score goals. I mean, look at him before. He was scoring like crazy. He's the best bargain in the NHL, and all that can still be true, but he's cooled off. Um, but I still feel confident that Ryan Hartman's game in the playoffs will translate. And by translate, Judd, I don't mean he's going to then find the offensive output. I just like his game in the postseason. I think he can play a, play a game that is fine, and you can feel comfortable with going into the playoffs. Now, Does he have a tall task and high expectations playing with Carrillo and Matt Zuccarello? Of course he does. So I'm not trying to give him a free pass that, oh, he's fine. But I know what I'm going to get out of him in the playoffs. And he can also play a grittier game where if he's not scoring points, I'm okay with it. I'm cool with it. Uh, But you're right. He's definitely regressed a little bit. What, What I'm find hilarious is, because I've seen more and more of this from our YouTube audience. If you're watching this, by the way, thank you for watching Judd's Hockey Show. Hit the subscribe button for daily Minnesota sports entertainment right here on this YouTube channel. Judd and uh, Mackie gave me crap the other day. They asked, uh, are you drinking whiskey this afternoon? That's what it it looks like. This time it is. Oh, is Oh, okay. Ten okay. hours later, now I've... I don't buy that. I think, okay.
0: you, I think that, mm-hmm. that it, it was whiskey ten hours ago, okay. and it still is. Judge
1: drinking water, and he's going to tell you about his Libby experience later on in this mm-hmm. podcast right now, but we'll get to that in a minute. Um, Very soon, actually, yes. But but I, I, I will say, a lot of the audience is asking for, well, you guys keep flip-flopping. You say center, and then you say goaltender. That's, and accurate. You say defense, that's and accurate. That's accurate. And that's fine. Yeah, we're flip-flopping. And some people say, well, why not all of it? Why not go address all of it? Why not try to go get Claude Giroux? Why not try to go get Marc Andre? You want to give up that haul? Yeah, you want Billy you, ain't giving up that Billy's haul. Billy's not going to do that. But th- this is, but that that this is the fun part about the conversation. It's not about flip flopping what we said four months ago. And and brief tease for Mackie and Judd on Thursday. Judd Zolgag. So, some a listener DM'd me and, and gave me great inspiration for old tweets exposed. Which we do we expose ourselves yep. on Mackie and Judd? Well, We're not afraid to do tweets. that. The tweets and the takes. Let's be very. The careful. tweets and the takes. The we tweets and the takes. We don't expose anything but the tweets and the oh, takes. Thank you. But you and I had some very, let's just call it, very tempered expectations for Kirill Kaprizov in our preseason predictions for this team, and you and I, I think, uh, might be exposed for what we said for tempered? a point total. Tempered. Tempered. I thought I said hundred and something. Did you say a hundred something? I thought I said like hundred five. Well, I got some notes that uh, I get to dig in for the our, our preseason predictions. I think even you we and did I are still sleeping on them. Yeah, we were, but I, we just... did them, and I thought I said hundred
0: five, and you Maybe. said like ninety eight.
1: Maybe just let, let the, audience know. Just okay. the audience know i'm just letting the audience know that uh that there um, might be something
0: there all right so we have flip-flopped on 2 weeks ago we both said Giroux and the center was at the trade deadline priority 1 okay we then came back with i i have flip-flopped to goalie people are confused though the defenseman? i said i have concerns there i now do have concerns i would like to see them get um a big defenseman that can move the puck okay but i've never said that that is priority one and i don't think it's going to happen so just to be clear here i am not juggling three what i'm saying is the defense that the blue line especially uh, now with dumba out has concerned me but as far as the flip-flop goes on acquisitions and what I would like to see most, yes, I have gone from a center, which I would still like to see, but I fall into your camp in saying, goaltending to me is more important. I have concerns about Talbot. I rem- continue. I will continue to say, I don't think it's fair to, to say, well, just plug Kapo in. Um, I don't think that, I don't think with the expectations for this team, which are going to be Pretty high and should be pretty high. I don't think it's fair to pl- to just say, "Well, Capo can play." Okay, we've seen him with pressure before; it wasn't pretty. So, yes, I have done a flip flop to goaltender first, center second. Defense, I have concerns about. I am under no illusion that I believe that they are going to or or have to go out and get a defenseman. So, uh, I'm not sure if. You, Declan, would like to clear up your flip flop, Mm -hmm. but that's my flip flop. Goalie now one, that's correct. Center two, and then I just in a different bin talked about, and we talked about defensemen.
1: Yeah, I think that's fair. Uh, I I would say it's. I'm not interested in getting a defenseman. It's just it's not in my cards. I mean, it's not going to happen.
0: So I, but but are you are you completely comfortable with the blue line? Yes, I'm not
1: one hundred percent. I'm
0: not, but there's not much I'm. Go- I think can right, be done but on out of but right now. but in terms of be.
1: but in terms of what could be done and also moves to be had, I'm not going to lose. I'm not going to lose sleep if they don't get a defenseman, if especially if and especially if they address their goaltending or they address their center. I'm not going to lose sleep over that. That's third on my list. It, yep, it's it's far right. on the pecking order. That's
0: exactly what I'm saying.
1: Um, so doesn't mean I, I can't
0: I, be worried about it.
1: I, I get it, but I, I think I'm not going to lose sleep over a defenseman. Let me give you some. Um, I got a right. DM. From a, my, from a reckless speculation idea from uh, our friend of the show, Hod Irvin, who, uh, who listens to Judd's Hockey Show. He uh, DM'd me all of this, Judd. And, and keep in mind, this is very reckless. This is just ideas from a listener. These aren't ideas from Judd and myself, but gotcha. he embraced the reckless speculation lifestyle. I want to give him credit here as Appreciate he listens that. to the show. This is my total reckless speculation. This one's very reckless, and it has about a 0% chance of happening, but let's, let's indulge in it. I'm listening. A first-rounder in Jordan Greenway to Pittsburgh. Four, Evgeny Malkin. I don't, you know, yeah. Um, and Duhame, by the way, would move up to the Eck line. He would put Duhame, You would put Duhame then in Greenway spot on that line. First round of Greenway for Malkin. I, I
0: Pittsburgh's uh, Pittsburgh's pretty good. They're playing though. well though. They're playing I, well. I don't think Pittsburgh would dump. Yeah. All, I don't think. I think the only way that. Pittsburgh makes that trade is if they're not doing well and not a playoff team. And they are. Mm-hmm. So, so I don't think there's any way that Pittsburgh would make that trade.
1: All right. Second one from him. Second you? One from this Uh No, I think it's zero chance. Zero okay. chance of that. I just but don't see the
0: trade. This one's fun from their end.
1: I like this next one from hot Dumba and one of our D prospects and a third rounder. There's a lot there. So Dumba, one of our defenseman prospects, call it Kalen Addison, let's call it, and a third rounder to Arizona.
0: There are a few of them. Yep.
1: For Jacob Chikrin,
0: not going to happen. Is under contract, it can cost you more than that.
1: It's a lot, though. To give up,
0: it is. But the Panthers are pursuing him, and I have heard the price is the price tag on Chikrin is going to be enormous. Mm-hmm. Um, all,
1: his thought process there also, Dub, I believe, has a place in Arizona, so he's kind of yeah, he's gotta, he's no. home there. Arizona, interesting. I,
0: it's interesting. Yeah, I think Arizona is going to get more. I think they're they're going to get a first. Like that trade would probably be Dumba, a first round Dumba, a first round pick, Addison and something else. It's it's going to be enormous. It's
1: going to be a lot. The last one and this one I would do in a heartbeat. And in fact, I don't think I don't think Chicago hangs up on you and and you and I have actually I think thought uh, about this trade in the last few podcasts. He says okay. Talbot and a second round pick to Chicago for Fleury.
0: I think they're going to want Capo. I keep saying that. I would do that in a heartbeat. Yes, I would do that. The Blackhawks though aren't good. The Blackhawks want talent. Talbot Talbot is a guy who who would hold a place. Uh, I would want
1: Capo and the draft pick. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yes,
0: so but yes, I love that. Those are
1: those are three ideas from Ha that I think are really interesting. The Talbot and second to Chicago, I would do. Yes, I, I I'm with you, Jud. That they probably would ask for Capo, but I I I think are this is going to be. Are you not giving be, up Capo? I would give. A, I would. If right, but I'm just saying. Would, yeah, would, would you would. say no? No, I would not say no. I wouldn't I would, say no. I, either. I wouldn't say no either for Flurry. I agree with that. You can find the Cam Talbots and the goaltenders of the world, um, and as you have projected, and other people are much smarter than me, Jesper Walsett might be only a year and a half away, and. I, I, Years, years away, like I think he is. Yes, he looks like he um, is.
0: Yes, he. What I, in I think I saw him in a game in the World Juniors before it got shut down, and I'm telling you right now, with his size, his style, um, his positioning, he is not as far away as most people project, given what the ordinary trend is now for goaltenders. So, I'm just saying, if they would take Cam Talbot, yeah, done deal. I think with where the Blackhawks are, being a scuffling team trying to get prospects and future talent, I think that they would say a second round pick in Capo, and I would make that trade.
1: I would do it in RP too, but yeah, the, those are just the fun, reckless speculation. That's a great ideas great job we get to, too, by the way. That, Bravo. That, we, that we get to think about here. We get, we get to think about. Bravo, not the Sounder, but reckless speculation.
0: Reckless speculation. Uh, Pittsburgh is uh, with. 70 points in 52 games. They are in second place uh, to the Carolina Hurricanes, four points behind in the Metropolitan Division. So I don't see Pittsburgh making a trade that's going to upset their roster. That's not going to improve them immensely and um, get Jordan Greenway in in a first-round pick for Malkin to me. That would not make sense for them. But I applaud and I love the reckless speculation. Hey, speaking of statistics, I got a statistic for you, Declan Goff. Hit me. Uh, 30 plus pounds, wow. 30 plus pounds. And right now wow. you're saying, yeah, Judd, do, uh, huh? What's that about? Well, you're, you are looking at the screen. Thanks to my friends at Livia Weight Control Centers. The guy on the left is uh, uh, 30 plus pounds ago. That's Judd. That's me. That's exactly right. I'm, I'm not looking so good there. I'm looking, I would say it's kind of call me Jowly. Jowly. Um the, the guy on the right, well, that's present day, Judd. And let's just say that that young man is a good-looking guy. Look at that. Look at that. I mean, he looks younger. He looks healthier. He looks happier. And now you're saying, Judd, quit talking about yourself and start telling me how I can follow in your path. Because if Judd Zolged can drop 30-plus pounds, so can I. And you're exactly right. I want you to do it on the I Did an Eight-Week Challenge where your first eight weeks are free. That's exactly right. I lost 26 pounds in that time. Your first eight weeks are free. Call today, 855-go-l-i-v-e-a, livia.com. Spell it again: L-i-v-e-a is your ticket to weight loss.com. Check them out. Tell them score north and Judd sent you. And by springtime, you're going to look as good as the guy on yep. the right season, baby. You're going to look, no, 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 no. Don't do that to people. I, I will, I would never do, I would not do that. Um, so we, we got a question here. Jameson says, do we want Giroux? I think the answer is yes. Ooh. I think what Declan and I are discussing here though, is look, there are some holes here. And I think it's very realistic for, the wild to number one, have playoff expectations, like not just first round and out. That was great. I think it's also realistic to say what holes can be fixed and and it can't be all. And so does Claude Giroux intrigue us? A thousand percent. Absolutely. If I have one trade bullet to fire though, um, I'm just telling you, more and more and it's not just a recent trend it's been documented by you Dex for really the duration of the season the goaltending to me has surpassed center so don't get us wrong here we're we're not out on Claude Giroux or trying to improve the center position but that doesn't mean that as we get closer and closer to the deadline and more importantly the playoffs that our priorities have not changed and i'm guessing bill garrett has the exact same concerns we do
1: yeah just looking at what cam talbot has done this season he's just been exactly average and last year he was playing at above average pace and he hasn't been a goalie in his career where he has sustained consistent year in year out consistency ever as being an above average goaltender uh this just in traditional save percentage okay and this is among goalies with at least 600 minutes played this season, so 1600 minutes. Do the math there. That, that's like 20 some games, 20 25 starts for a goaltender. Um, in, in traditional save percentage, he's 17th among 26 goaltenders. In goals saved above average, which is a statistic that basically takes league average shot percentage and league average situations, and it's a plus minus of is this goalie allowing the is, is this goalie stopping the pucks that he should be stopping. And right now, Cam Talbot is just above zero, which means he's stopping about one more pucks and one more shots that he should be stopping. That's also 17th among 26 goaltenders. Yeah. In terms of high danger save percentage. So areas where it's crisis mode, these are places where goals are going to be scored. Can you get stops there? He's 21st among 26 goaltenders. Not exactly a vote of confidence there if you're Cam Talbot. Uh, and if you're a Wild fan, and whether you have a tandem, because Capo's playing better, and Capo is slightly better than Cam in those statistics, but also not overwhelmingly better than him either. Yep. So that's, that's this weird area. Um, the funny thing about Fleury is is Fleury has been decent and high danger save percentage, but th- this one's really interesting with Marc-Andre Fleury. So natural stat trick uh, tracks average goal distance. So how far away was, was the goal that you were giving up? Fleury's giving up goals at a further distance than any other goaltender in the NHL. Only Philip Grubauer has a has a has a lesser average distance that he's giving up on. So it in means Seattle. he's giving up he's giving up goals in situations that are he should be stopping. They're coming from faraway areas, but that also tells me Chicago's defense is pretty trashed. So oh, they're, yeah. putting, they're, 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 putting, they're putting they're they're putting they're putting they're putting in a situation where hey, we're gonna give him a lane. Can you stop him? And Fleury can say, well, I, I can do so much, but I, I also need a little bit of help here. So you have to take all this with a grain of salt, too, because there isn't necessarily a goaltender that's overwhelmingly uh, available on the on the deadline that's going to make you a Stanley Cup favorite. But I'll say that if they got Marc-Andre Fleury, I just, I exhale. I exhale in a good way of, oh, my God. Thank goodness they have Marc-Andre Fleury in net for them. If
0: I had faith that Camp Talbot was the type of goalie who could get to the playoffs and flip a switch confident makes the big saves you know go back to last spring in the wilds seven game loss to the gold knights in which flurry started in that series every single game um it wasn't that he stopped every shot but you know what he did he made the timely saves like he made the big saves and if I thought that Talbot could flip a switch and do exactly that, I'd say, you know what? He's scuffing a little bit. But you know what he is, Declan? He's a money goalie. But I can't say that. And, and I'm just, I am trying to think of any way that the Wild does not, again, play the Blues in the first round and gets ousted. And we're all like, what happened? Oh, that's too bad. This team's too good for that. It needs to, It needs to be given a push, and I think every chance possible, Every chance to win that series, and then to at least see what they can do against the ABS. Who I'm guessing that they would play in the second round. Am I saying that they they would win against the ABS? Hell no, I have no clue. Probably not. Um, but I think if you go in with this roster as constructed right now, Dex, I think that the odds of you being bounced in the first round are higher than they should be given your production. And given the fact that look, there need to be expectations here, like this is a good team, this team at times has played great, and you know far too often we we in this Godforsaken sports state try and temper expectations, right well, I mean that's a tough that's a tough opponent, that's tough, this is tough. How can they beat this team? whatever, take your pick of excuses, which are of course um often put out there by our brethren in the media but I don't want excuses this time I want results and I want to give you every single chance to to get a positive result and I don't think that the current goaltending situation as I watch it gives you that if I just thought Cam was in like a two week funk I'd be like oh that's fine too but I don't I think Cam Talbot is who Cam is which is not bad but we've seen not bad you know Let's call a spade a spade. Devin Dubnik was not bad at times. Um, eventually, he he was, but and you know what he did? He failed. So I just I want this team to have every chance. Hey, look, let's get to some interesting um um notes and stats from uh, tonight's game. In fact, okay. before before we do that, I want you to talk about I want you to talk about showboys and the finest underwear experience oh, that anyone on here. Mackie and Judd yes. with executive producer Declan. Has experienced.
1: Yeah, my, my bamboo fabric, man. I mean, I, I, I love my performance and bamboo fabric brand from ChillBoys.com. It's a Minnesota-based company, so it's just right here in our backyard in the state of hockey. And if you like hockey and you like being comfortable below the belt, well, then I got news for you. ChillBoys is the exact type of underwear that you're looking for. Maybe you're uh, skeptical about briefs. Maybe you're like me. I, I don't like briefs. I don't like being snug, as Randy from Cottage Grove says down there. That's not my thing. But then I tried on a pair of Chill Boys, and it changed. blew my mind. And it's not briefs. It's not briefs. I need you to try them on to really get to right. understand what yep. this experience is Ch- like. Yep. Check them out. It's a Minnesota-based company, chillboys.com. You'll, you won't you will regret it. It'll change your entire outlook on underwear. Stat one on
0: 22222. Kevin Fiala, number twenty two. On the wild and Declan Goff's uh favorite player in the whole wide world when it comes to hockey. Had a goal and assist, was a plus one. But here's the stat as I look at the um as I look at the sheet that stands out. Kevin Fiala tonight, Declan, eight shots on goal. Yeah, man. Like five or sixes. Wow, that's a lot. Tonight. And I felt that he played a terrible first period. I mean, the whole team was off, but he turned the puck over. He didn't look sharp at all, but he came back. Eight shots on goal, and he played tonight twenty-two oh three, which was more than Kaprizov, who logged twenty-fifteen of ice time.
1: Yeah, he was a beast tonight, dude. He in uh, the second period especially. I know. Yeah, he was a little lackadaisical there in the first twenty minutes, but you saw him absolutely flying up and down the ice. He had another opportunity before the first goal was scored, where he almost cut the deficit in half on that power play. Um, and then even with skating with Carrillo at 1.2 in in that second period, I thought he was the most noticeable player on the ice tonight. And you know what? Even to me who defends him and loves his game, um, he's noticeable a lot for good and bad reasons. I thought he was one of the most noticeable players in the ice for the wild tonight against the Senators. He was damn good, and this is uh, another fun area where Bill Guerin has to figure out is there a way to keep him? Is there a way to pay him, keep him, and to embrace him? because I think finally give him a
0: big hug. Just give him a big hug and well, say take but, take our $15. No, seriously though. Tom,
1: seriously though it, it it's always felt like and especially the first 20, 30 games he was in the doghouse. And Evison knows his game well. Garen probably knows his game enough now. I I think finally they're leaning into him and embracing him. He hasn't been embraced. He has he's always felt the need that I'm playing with the, I'm playing. He said it in the in the before the season started. Yeah, I, I play with my head on fire. I'm pissed. I didn't get my contract. He plays like that because he hasn't been embraced. Um, and I think the Wild need to embrace him. Those goal scorers don't go, grow on trees. I thought he had a great game tonight.
0: Yeah, I'm getting closer and closer to the belief he has to be kept. And if, if that means Dumba gets traded, which, by the way, I am not a fan of, but if you, ha- if you have to make a decision between Dumba and, and Fiala, Fiala's skill set, I'm getting closer to I think you've got to keep him. Um note two, Mets Matt's Zuccarello, upper body injury, did not play tonight. obviously got hurt against the Oilers. I don't recall seeing something weird, but um Dean Evison saying post-game tonight that Zicarello expected to be back against Toronto, which to me, um to backtrack to our conversation, Declan on Hartman's play is extremely important because with Hartman playing like Hartman is now if Zuccarello didn't doesn't play which he didn't tonight, Felino replaced him, but that line for lack of a better term looks sort of disjointed and and Hartman's not playing great felino and i don't don't know why but you know that felino Greenway Eck line um doing its best fits. Like a glove, but conversely, Zuccarello and Caprisov are peas in in a pod as far as the passing of Mats goes, and um, Kaprizov's ability to essentially create off of that. So good news. It sounds like Mats Zuccarello back on Thursday at Toronto. The Wild plays Thursday at Toronto, and then they play Saturday at Calgary, and then I believe after that return home.
1: No, that's good news because uh, Mats has been a phenomenal. He's having a phenomenal season. Um, him and Kirill have a great chemistry together, and, and Mats looks like the player he was in New York, and even better with playing with someone like Kirill Kaprizov. And look, Chris Kreider and, and the Rangers were, were a nice team towards the middle of the decade, but I mean he's playing with one of the best players in the world right now. And yeah, hopefully that injury is fine. Um, and he also he means a lot to that room. Um, he means a lot to that room. He, he, he's a very tight knit guy. He's a little bit cantankerous sometimes, from what I've heard behind the scenes. But cantankerous in a good way, not yeah, more with us in a than negative his, way. Yeah, he just doesn't like me and Judd and other people, and I don't blame him. Who likes you know a lot he's of he's people...
0: fine. He's a little bit fiery, and I think yeah. people in this town don't don't Understand like that, that as much. Weird. Well, I I will say this: Zuccarello can come off as testy with us at times, but nobody, nobody. Stood up like he did after the wild lost its fifth consecutive game uh, to the blues at target field and owned it like Mats did like that night. He's like, this is embarrassing. He was great. He gave great, like, like he was, this is not acceptable. And in that snapshot, Declan, you could see why, why I think he garners so much respect and why he's so important because, like, that was captain stuff. That was like, this is going to end now, which I have always appreciated. I love when guys, they don't just own it, but they're like, I'm going to fix this BS. I, had, I, I had, love had, uh, that.
1: I had frostbite and was three beers in, so I don't remember what happened in the game. You didn't play come
0: play. downstairs.
1: No, I did not. Well, they didn't allow me. It was weird.
0: Well, it's because you were drunk. Oh. Um, all right. Last thing. Question. Mm-hmm. Where did that John Merrill goal come from? Yeah. What? He wears four, and for a second there, he looked like Bobby Robert Gordon orr He looked like Bobby Orr. <laughs> Where did that else. shot? That I mean, that was not just sort of a nice shot. Yeah, that was um that was a big time snipe, is what that was. That, that dude had no goals last
1: season. I mean, I think he coming into this year. He's got what?
0: How many now? In fact, here I'll look. A few I've now. Got a I mean, right here, he, he does have the- a few.
1: He he was a nice little addition in Vegas for a bit there. Montreal is fine. And, you know, he signs this nice multi-year contract after coming off the scrap heap. And I think you and I, when we signed him, said, who the hell is John Merrick?" I think
0: he's at four goals and 15 points
1: now, if I'm not mistaken. and the the stash, obviously. I mean, he. Yeah, but I mean, where did
0: that, that, like, that was a big time snipe. That's a hell of a shot. Big shot. Hell of a shot. Big time. All right, we're done. You you uh, t- tell folks where they certainly can consume the rest of our Score North materials, and I'm going to uh, close my computer down here.
1: All right, yeah, hit the subscribe button right here for Daily Minnesota Sports Entertainment. This is Judd's Hockey Show. Judd's all get. I'm Declan Goff. The hockey whisperer, Phil Mackey, sleeps and watches the Wild uh, from afar. He's, he's in Seattle. Watch
0: the Kraken game. Yeah, yeah,
1: he's doing Go to great. the
0: Kraken, Phil.
1: Yeah, yeah, he's, he, he watches the Kraken. Islanders also... in town tonight. I but most importantly, he takes he takes the crystal ball and he understands what has to happen for the wild. He's, still he, under he the door just, he's looking. You. Don't let. Jug... I'm not gonna defend him. Okay. I'm You right. called me. You called you. He, he called you his dear friend on a radio station today, and now you're not even gonna defend him. But all right, sports I'm dad's tough love,
0: listen. dude. Sports dad's, dad's all about tough I love. Have known better. You're right. I should. Thank known you better. very much. No. I would love to no, play go with... back to your cocktail.
1: I would, love to, I would love to play the Bill Garen clip, which, for whatever reason, is being picked up by other people. But uh, we won't do that because it's a loss. But uh, a we'll, we'll, we'll see what there. happens there. Pass shoot score. Bye, Sinatra. He knows he once ate an entire sheet cake. He knows your selfie life isn't your real life. He knows what goes down on the DMs. Shouldn't you know your dog
0: better? Now you can learn his inner secrets with Embark, the highest-rated dog DNA test. Unlocking over 350 breeds and screening for over 215 genetic health risks. Go to EmbarkVet.com and use promo code DNA, that's DNA, to get $60 off an Embark Breed and Health Kit or Purebred Kit with free shipping. That's promo code DNA to save today.
1: Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area and now is a great time to apply.